0: Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from New York, New York, it's the Hollywood Godfather Podcast. And now,
1: here are your hosts,
0: Gianni Russo, Patrick Picarelli, and Megan Horan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, or day, whenever you, I don't know what time you're listening to us, but I'm, as long as you're listening, that's what counts. We welcome you. We have another hot show. This show's insane already. I mean, now, now we're getting hot topics. We can mm-hmm. do. Our, we have our own episodes of hot topics <laughs> with friends that are friends that are in trouble now. But here yeah, we are.
2: Big trouble. Big trouble. Anyway, who are
0: we? Who are we? We are Hollywood Godfather podcast hey. coming to you in our 36th to 7th show, fortunately. Yeah, it's a lot
3: oh, now.
2: Oh, Thank
0: well, that's you. Good. That,
2: that, so we cleared that up. I thought it was in the wrong
3: room. Okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> You're with the right crowd. Right. Don't worry. Oh,
2: thank you. Thank you very much. Okay.
0: So what's hot, my man? You got all the news. Well,
2: I tell you, uh, not too much shocks me anymore. I keep saying that on this podcast. And uh, it's, it's, there's always something that pops up and, uh, currently. And today, I'm watching the Today Show. Uh, this morning, I got up and I'm having my, uh, my breakfast in front of the television and the following story made me lose my appetite. But apparently Ronan Farrell, uh, who started the uh, Me Too movement, uh, he's uh, Matt Farrell's, Farrell's son. And, which is uh, which is uh,
0: truly uh, Frank Sinatra's illegitimate son.
3: You think so?
2: I tell you, he looks, he looks, he looks just like, like
0: him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and they lived right in the block here, you know.
3: Really, right he here? Looks,
0: he, they lived right in this block. Looks, Mia Farrell conceived like that Sinatra. baby right at the block. Oh, yeah, he does.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I haven't heard him say Scooby-Dooby-Doo yet, so I'm, I'm not totally convinced. Anyway, okay. <laughs> that said, I'm watching this. Uh, I'm watching the entree to the show and they're coming up with the headlines, and apparently Matt Lauer, who's the former anchor that got fired uh, two years ago, uh, has been accused in Ronan Farrell's new book, Catch and Kill, I believe the name of it is. I don't know how the hell he got that title. Uh, he had interviewed uh, one of the complainants. Now, when... Uh, Matt Lowe was fired, everybody assumed, even the people that he worked with, was because uh, he was using sex as a weapon for women to keep their jobs, to get promoted. While this is a dastardly thing to do, uh, and it's, it's horrible in its own right, the story that came out today was totally different. This assistant producer, and they, uh, they had a picture of her, but her, her face was, was, was blocked. But you can tell she was young uh uh good shape uh apparently she uh was working with uh with uh, Lauer and she trusted him anyway he winds she winds up in his office and they started he started making references to anal sex and uh she felt uncomfortable he grabs her and forcibly. Uh, rapes are anally. My God, wow. And, and no one knew this. You know, they had the story, which was, of course, shocking. But the two anchors, uh, Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, who knew uh, Matt Lau, both of them, have been, before they became anchors, were correspondents on a Today Show for years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And well, I they, know Matt, too. He comes, His chiropractor is right, out, right on my block. Oh, my gosh. I know more. Uh, right I
2: mean, th- their jaws dropped. And, you know, this is live television. And you have to say something, uh, but they were, I mean, you know, they were grasping for words. As Savannah Guthrie led off. She had tears in her eyes. Uh, Hoda helped her out. And it was it was a very moving episode. Uh, and, of course, they have to switch gears and, and, and go on. I give her credit for being professionals to be able to do that, because they actually liked the guy.
0: Oh, no, they loved I Mike. Mean, Matt, Matt helped a lot of people legitimately, but there was that yeah. rumor that, you know, he was like, the, and he, he was the golden boy in the network what, for 20 years, this guy. I watched this guy grow old yeah, and lose his the hair forever. on television. That's all <laughs> I watched him. He
2: had, he, he had a show 20 years ago on uh, WOR. It was like a half ass talk show. Uh, and he was, you know, m- making like $1. fifty an hour And, you know, fast forward 20 years. How much was he making? What was his salary? The reported
0: salary was making $12 million a year annual. A million dollars a month. That's great. Plus all the perks.
2: Yeah, well, and and some some perks he created himself.
0: Hello, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Anyway, you know, uh, speaking from a legal point of view, this is well within the seven-year limit for the statute of limitations of two years ago. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow.
2: And if... uh, I'm, I'm sure the, the 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 police have contacted her. They're, they're, they were unaware of it too. Uh, and if she wants to make a complaint, that's first degree rape and and sodomy. It's wow. twenty years. Oh, they don't fool around with this stuff. It's a, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, forcible rape is a, is a is a class A felony or class B felony. Uh, but that's still, it's uh.
0: It's, it's, it's
2: lots of years. And this is a guy who was just starting to come out into the public again.
0: I know he was getting some notoriety this weekend out at the Hamptons. He was on, spotted on his boat with his daughters.
2: I assume Hi. that uh, any thoughts of his, his his comeback are now over.
0: Yeah, totally. Oh
2: oh,
0: what a shame! He's really a nice well, guy. I I knew him as a you know as a human being. That uh, he always treated me fairly. I was. You know, we were in the neighborhood. I used to see him walking around all the time. He kept an apartment not too far from here, and then he would leave on Friday afternoons, to go to the Hamptons, and come back Sunday night to do anchor Monday mornings.
3: Is he married? Well, well, yeah, he's oh, married. Yeah, he kids, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, he's married. Well, he wife, was she married. He just divorced. left him. Oh my God! Yeah, well,
2: they got divorced, and it was uh, according to the what I read in the media, it was an amicable divorce. But uh, what's he going to fight it? I mean, no, you know, of they got called no. anyway. They they uh, split everything. <clears> they were Still, you know, as friendly as you can be under the circumstances. A couple of pictures of them over the last few weeks, I saw in the press. But that now with these allegations, this guy's got to go deep underground. Oh my God! I yeah. mean, who's going to even who's going to even talk to this guy?
0: Well, now, maybe you should just move in Weinstein. Weinstein to get breakfast together.
2: <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. a terrible combination. Mean, I hate to be a but be, I mean, you, know, no, I mean, you, you talk yeah. about you talk about a bestseller right out of the gate. I think the the book gets, uh, oh my gets God, published in two weeks.
3: So that was the, the first time pages. this story came out. Yep, she had never come yeah, forward before. Yeah, they always,
2: you know, uh, the publishers always leak a little something, you know, so, so books. it gets, gets well, yeah. people interested in that. But she just never the, came this forward is, this before. Is, this is explosive. This is headlines. Oh my god. Yeah, this is. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see where this guy's going to go. And you know, like you say, uh, uh, you know, people have their secrets and people have their problems. And like you said, John, you know, you knew the guy, and uh, but he's he's got a sickness.
0: This guy. Well, there's so I mean, many there's of them, off. you know, I mean, as, as we Clearly. spoke uh, a few weeks ago, you don't know what's going on in so many people's minds, especially in Hollywood, because, you know, I mean, Don DeLuise, I loved all my life as a comedian. And when I met oh, him, great
2: guy, funny, guy.
0: funny guy, funny guy, when he met him, he hit on me. Mm. And I'm saying, are you kidding me about it? So I really <laughs> like you. And I'm saying to myself, are you nuts? And I know he has kids like Merv Griffin was the same guy. I know his son. I thought the guy was a straight guy. That's how naive I am. I'm a street guy. I don't, guys, we, what do you know? Well, no, we used to kiss on Sunday morning, but it was a different kiss. Right. It was in the clubhouse. Yeah.
2: No tongues. Yeah. I know, no tongues. But, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: but it's, it's crazy. Uh, well,
2: it, 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 it isn't only the fact, you know, this guy's gay back. Who cares? You know, we, we live, you know, live your life and enjoy it. But you're talking about forcible anal
3: rape. It's, it's twisted. Wow. It's there's something really twisted. There's
2: got to be something wrong somewhere. Now here's a guy that's a good-looking guy, arguably, makes twelve million dollars a year. His wife is out in the Hamptons. He's got a Manhattan apartment. This guy can get any woman he wants, or yep. just about.
3: And, and I think it's so. just a power trip for him.
2: Yeah. Obviously, well, you know, rape. If you ever made a study of it, it's not about sex. No, at no, all.
3: It. Yeah, yeah, this guy it's can it's
1: get
2: yeah. anybody. Control. He, that's the you know, yeah, exact. Anybody he wanted. So, Gianni, what do you think of this
0: guy? You know what's wrong with him? Well, I think it's a, a control thing. People, when he has so much, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know his childhood. I'm not a psychologist. But that's a sick situation. Because as you mentioned yeah. prior, there's so many women in the world that would just rape him. They all love this guy. <laughs> I mean, I know. I, you yeah. know, I, one thing to me, I mean, I'm, I've been a, a, a philanderer all my life. And I would never force a woman. I, I never. To me, if a woman started crying, I'd leave her, I'd get her, a, a, you know, a glass of wine and say, relax, don't worry, but this yeah. is craziness yeah. there's well, something I don't understand rape at all, period I mean I'm glad. by people it's true do crazy. That. yeah that, thank God. Yeah. there's
2: something twisted in there, but I mean his his main concern now is criminal charges and
0: that's oh yeah uh, yeah that could go badly you know, and believe and, me uh, this as you know Pat, you've been on the force a long time, and in this and, yeah. and in politics indirectly, this is an election year coming up. They want to take these guys down.
2: Oh, yeah. No, this is, uh, you know, uh, DAs, district attorneys, like two kinds of uh, defendants, celebrities and cops. They want mm-hmm. yeah. to lock up both of them. Yep. You know, they, 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 they get a cop in their, in their sights, and there's a lot more cops than there are celebrities, obviously. They mm-hmm. love it.
0: No, they get uh, headlines. Yeah. And, they, and, they, and it shows that they're doing their job. They're not part of the me yeah. too group and all of this, and you know, uh, and they
2: get a lot of press. Yep, yeah, a lot yep, of press,
0: yep.
2: and like you say, it's an election year.
0: Yep, that, that, on that
2: happy note, uh,
0: but I mean, when you start to think of where we're going next, because <laughs> we're in we're in headlines again, indirectly with a, a bunch of our friends, and uh, was brought to my attention all of us today. That Vanity Fair did a whole story. It was Variety. Variety, rather. Yeah, Variety. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> of course. No, uh, Variety did a whole story on the Irishman again.
3: Right. Interview with De Niro and Pacino.
0: Yeah. Which you know, and to me, I'm I'm I, I love De Niro, and I've always did. I mean, I respect him as an actor. We became close friends, and uh, as I read the article myself, and for our audience. Who don't know? uh, Pat and I wrote an amazing book, fortunately called "Hollywood Godfather" podcast. I mean, (laughs) "Hollywood Godfather: My Life in the Movie and the Mob." That happens to have a podcast. But uh, the the thing that uh, baffles me is he gave a forward, and it's on our book. And he read that about a year ago, and spin even further back in my life. In 2014, he. Terrence Winter and myself was doing research on a project that he wanted to do in Chicago and oh, we who's ter- Terrence Winter Terrence Winter is the executive producer of uh, such projects and creator of such projects as Boardwalk Empire he uh oh, executive producer of the uh Sopranos. Yeah. Terrence Winter is a yeah. heavyweight right and he was He's very interested in my story I'm sorry I said, obviously, he's a heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, major, major guy. And uh, I've been friends with Terrence indirectly. He never did anything. And we thought we were going to do the book together. And now he just got a major assignment for like $200 million from Netflix. So Mm. he's tied up Mm. for five years. And as you know, we're not waiting. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But why I'm bringing it up, is every every part of what we wrote, David or Russell of, you know, so many great movies, The Fighter, and uh, he, he made, he made Bradley, Bradley Cooper a star. He made uh, really? so many young actresses. But David's resume is amazing. And David was enamored with my story when it was just when I was writing it myself, Pat, without you. And yeah. he volunteered and did a 72-page shooting script based on my life. That Terrence,
2: and what became of
0: that? Well, with and nothing what? yet, yeah. because, you know, we're not going to use the script because we're not using him. But the thing yeah. is that uh, why I'm bringing it up even this far in is there was so much stuff that Bobby knew, and we all know he loves being political. I mean, every other week he's saying F Trump. So, I mean, yes. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy article. Well, Megan, you being on Millennium. What did you get out of this? Because this is all new to you.
3: Well, yeah. So one of the first statements that this article makes is in reference to the Irishman, saying that one of its most divisive elements, this is a quote, will likely be its suggestion that the mafia played a role in, ass- in assassinating JFK in retaliation for his crackdown on organized crime. And basically, De Niro's response to that was, well, we don't know.
0: I, know, well, so I mean he's not
3: taking a... Dance?
0: No, but I think Pat's right, though. Pat, repeat what you said about how he's protecting the film.
3: Well, he, I mean,
2: he's an actor in a in a 150 million dollar picture, and what he's going to say uh, that yeah, you're right, this isn't true. He, he couldn't have been involved in the JFK assassination. He's an actor, first of all. If, if you know, if you want to, march, my, my true feelings about actors, they should act. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, we go to see m- movies and watch children to escape. I don't want to see these people. Uh, sprouting political ideologies. That said, uh, De Niro was one of those people that, like you said, he's in the press every week saying derogatory things about Trump. In this article, right, too. But, and yeah, but he, he, any chance he gets, right. He says, and that's you know, it's a free country, he can say what he wants to say. But when he comes to comes to this, he sort of clammed up. <laughs> you know, he really didn't have that much to say. Uh, basically, uh, to paraphrase it, he said, you know, I I uh, I never believed. That uh, the mob had anything to do with the assassination of uh, John F. Kennedy, but now you know uh, I can see that there is a possibility. We he has to say that he's in a movie that says it.
0: Yeah, but I think uh, I think you know, in in recounting what it what he knew, he could have did both. He could have said, "I read about this in another piece, and I didn't believe it then." Could have, but well, but his name is on the cover of the book.
3: <laughs> what are you going <laughs> to so do he's about a little that? More associated than yeah.
0: <laughs> and he says well, Johnny Russo lived <laughs> the life, walked the walk—an amazing read. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. You know, confused about. I think he could have did it and covered everything because, Pat, you're definitely right. He wants the world to see this picture, but I think he oh, could have yep. used some of this and even got them more interested rather than babbling on. I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff here that the more things he reads, the more proof it is and now he's becoming a believer. That, well, that's I what you, I would have said. I'm
2: curious to see uh, if he's going to promote the picture uh, because he, he, he's, he's uh, known in the industry because of the things that you told me about him. He's not really the best uh, subject to be interviewed.
0: Well, no. See, he's he's. I remember meeting uh, Clint Eastwood many many years. I knew him and his wife Maggie, and I, I always liked Rawhide. And then when he went to Italy, I babysat his house actually up in the hills because when he went to Sergio Leone, he did three cowboy movies that made him a star. Hmm. Up,
1: until yeah, right. part, up until that
0: point, up until that point, he was a TV actor. And years ago, TV actors didn't cross over to movie business. They, they yeah. op- was always the opposite. You were a star. You retired. And you became a movie star, and he, yeah, he was the first believer Yeah, he. I mean, he did. It. And Sergio Leone. I mean, Fistful of Dollars, A Town Called Bastard. These movies were brilliant movies. And when he yeah. came back, he was a big star. And uh, I. Yeah, but he's
2: somebody else who. He, when he, he's not very vocal when he's, he gets interviewed.
1: Well, that's what yeah, I was bringing nope. out to you.
0: If it's not on yeah. the page, and even those days when early on he was doing Johnny Carson. If it wasn't yeah. written out for him, he has nothing to say. Hello, hello. Really? Uh, how, how do you, how, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. He has nothing to say. And, and, and well, De Niro's I, yeah, that what, same what guy.
2: Getting, right. What, what I'm getting at is this puts De Niro in a, a position now where if he is interviewed, look, he's going to have to do something to promote his own movie. He's not going to have to leave it up to everybody else. He's right. going to do something. But he's open now to questions about this, about the veracity of this movie. I'd love to see, because now he's going to have to talk and answer questions during an interview, and I'd love to see what he says.
0: Well, on the other hand, I know Bobby. Bobby ain't going to do anything. If Bobby don't want to do it, he's done. And he'll just say, listen, go see the movie. You know what I I saw the other night? You're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. Jimmy Fallon wanted him on the show because they knew the Irishman was coming. He's, I'm not going to monitor. I go out and do nothing. He's just come on the show. He's, I could just come on the show. So he did six minutes on Jimmy Fallon's show the other night, drinking a gin martini, saying nothing. Not, not even a word. Wait, what? Yes. And this aired? It aired, it was big.
3: I didn't even, well, apparently I know nothing well, about you don't, it. Well
0: you don't watch late night television.
3: I don't even have a television.
0: Well, <laughs> then how are you going to see it? So I have
3: a <laughs> laptop, so. Okay.
0: No, the, but, well, that's good because that's the millennium weight. That's yeah, why, I got
3: Netflix. Well, so. <laughs> uh, this, that's why
0: we're going to. <laughs> no, well, I'm well, saying.
3: That answers,
2: well, that, that, that answers my question then. If he doesn't go on to uh, on any uh, uh, venue to promote this movie, That's par for the course. No one's going to say anything about it. That's what he does or doesn't do.
0: That's what, see, I think the Pacino's, I mean, there's enough people in this movie and and there's getting the hype without it. But just for our audience, if they didn't see it, Jimmy Fallon and him just sat there. Oh, no, it was Colbert. I'm (laughs) sorry. It was, Colbert. Okay. Okay. it was Colbert. I watched
3: Fallon more than Colbert. So it was that's Colbert. Why I, was I, I,
0: I, I was confused myself. It was Colbert because <laughs> I don't watch any of those shows but because I get too political. But Colbert had him on. He said, I don't care. Just come on. Just yeah, sit I there. I mean, for the audiences out there, you don't get paid. Why people go? It's a union scale. It's about $600 you get. Everybody really? gets yeah. the same thing. Oh, okay. yeah. You Never only go on thing. to promote something. That's what it was about. It always has been that. Uh, What's these late so night night shows? Actually Yep. He actually
2: just
0: sat there. They sat there. They, they brought out the gin martini. I know the gin he loves. And yeah. he had a gin martini, and he looked around the audience, and the audience was giving standing ovations when he looked at them. <laughs> I mean, I never saw like Now that I like think about
3: one. it, I feel like I may have seen this. No,
0: no, it's like, but I mean, so to answer your question, I, I don't think you pushed him, and, and he would never sign a contract where you are going to do six weeks in a junket. Well, a lot of stars have yeah. to. You know, they signed it; it's in their deal. Right, you got to yeah. go promote the movie, which most people want to. But you know, he's yeah. he's going through a phase of his life, and I know I know him pretty well, and um, he's gone through a very bad divorce, and he has other problems with that. I won't talk about; they're very private right. about his family. But he's in the last twenty-four months, he's really gotten very angry. Really. And I don't know why. I mean I mean I know why, but like Pat said, you can't I mean you you're an actor. Act. And we all watched Jane yeah. Fonda go through this. And we don't want to reiterate that, but it's yeah. it's a thing where, you know, no. the the facts that are here and, and that day when we landed in Chicago, he was enamored because th- I mean, I wish he did well, I could tell you the project. There was a, a news article, either in Look or Life magazine. Where someone had the nerve enough to rob Tony Accardo's house. Now, for the audience, Tony who d- was. Tony Accardo was, and until the day he died, was the true Alfred boss in Chicago. Mm. Uh, the people you met at Sam Giancana, all these front people. Nobody other than Joe Batters. Joe Batters, they had a nickname after that because he was uh, Capone's henchman. Him and a Jewish man that I also loved, Yale Cohen. He was two guys and two six for 2 guys, mm-hmm. treacherous. And he used sent messages. That's how he got the nickname. He only used baseball bats, well, because it, especially during prohibition, they'd pull him over because they were always looking to arrest him yeah. for guns and that. They just say, "I like I like bats? playing ball." Oh
3: my
0: gosh! You can't do anybody. Okay. Anyways, and right so now you're we'll gonna we'll we'll have, we'll have a baseball content. bat in your car.
3: Yeah.
0: And but you have a billy pl- a cl- a plug, a club. You're going to arrest you. Am I right, Pat?
2: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a dangerous instrument—a <clears throat> dirk dagger, blackjack, or brass knuckles.
0: But yet a baseball bat that this guy's killed people with. He, is hey, okay, he,
2: he's 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 going to play baseball. He's yeah. on his way. Yeah. On That's his way to is. the game, even as we That's speak. So but so anyway, I, you had some kind of a project.
0: Well, we had this project where they, they optioned it. And uh, De Niro got me involved because he knew I knew a lot of people in Chicago, where, again, because he read the screenplay. He knew that I knew people in Chicago, huh. but he didn't yeah. know the Kennedys were involved with the yeah, assassination. He, doesn't know. he we didn't don't know, know that. So I arranged, because he wanted to see this guy, and I told him, thank God we're fly- flying on his plane, so they don't have to give their destination to like a commercial airline, we're in a private. We're at Cedarborough out here. Yeah, but they had before wheels are up. They had a say a destination, so All that's right. that's when he said we're going to Chicago. And then when we get to Chicago, I we have Terrence Winter with us. In fact, uh, in fact, I'm like uh, Megan has don't a mean picture. To describe the photo. Yeah, next this year? is now picture this. He we're not on television, Megan has a picture that's on my bar. And finally. It's been now um, defined to her. Tell the people what you're looking at.
3: So it's on a nice private plane, I can tell. Jet. It's, oh, jet, excuse yes. me. And De Niro is leaning over, pouring out martinis into, what is it, Terrence Winter's hands?
0: Yeah, and me. And you. And and, and the, why it happened, I get this six, he tells me, you know, the secretary calls me and says, uh, Bobby's going to send in a car at six o'clock. I said, a.m. or p.m.? She <laughs> said, a.m. I said, okay. So I just stayed up. You know, I figured we'd go to Chicago. We're gonna be in a couple of hours. I'd sleep on the way over. It's two and a half hours. I I do the flight of every every other week right now. And so I get on I we go I get in the car, then we go pick up Terrence, who lives on the west side, we go pick up Bobby, and we go to the, the you know to the airfield. So we get on the plane, I said to Bobby, Where where's the uh, the hostess? What do we need a hostess for? I said, Who's gonna make his drinks? <laughs> He says, it's six o'clock in the morning. I says, I'm not done.
3: I'm still up. I'm still partying.
0: So he said, I'll make him. And sure enough, I took a picture of Bobby De Niro making me a martini at 6 30 in the morning. And then Terence, said, Well, I'll have one too. <laughs> and he's one?
3: looking right into the camera too. It's, it's so, so funny.
0: funny. But I mean, it, it, and then the, when we land in Chicago, we get uh, surrounded by police SUVs. So Bobby's like in a panic. What's this? I said, this is the guy's security. He said, what are you talking about? I said, I can't name the, the city he lives in because it would get the, all those guys in trouble. Because this is not too long ago. And the guy's still there. Yeah. The, the town that he was living in, the police department, the whole department. You're talking,
2: about the, you're talking about the town of Carter was living in.
0: What? In Chicago. The
3: town I was living in?
0: No. No, this the was town the- town where the fugitive is the living The secret
3: project. The oh, the secret it, guy from the project. The property. guy.
0: The guy who's been on the lam for 30 years, and nobody knows where he is. Bobby couldn't believe I knew the guy. And I said, yeah, I know him. And at that time, he was only 90-something. Now he's 98 or something. And uh, he's kidding me. I said, I got to go see him. So I said, let me call. So I called- and I said, uh, Bobby De Niro would like to see you. He said, mean The actor, I said, yeah. He said, What do you want to see me, Bob? I said, He wants to talk to you about some project yeah, about Tony Batts and that. He says, Tell him to come and see me. I, I never thought he'd say that. I thought I was going to call Bobby and said he didn't want to see you. Right. But he was right. enamored with Bobby. I guess you know the the, the acting that, all the guy does yeah, is watch movies. Well, eh? yeah. So, yeah. So Terrence and I go and Bobby, and here comes these the, the SUVs surround the plane. And we get off the plane, everybody's in uniform, and we got top brass. I mean, all, you know, gold <laughs> <laughs> on his uniform. And he shakes his hand. I mean, he he was enamored to meet Bobby De Niro, too. That's funny. How
2: everybody is. I mean, he's, he's arguably the most famous actor in the world. Oh, of course.
0: So the interesting yeah. thing though, you're going to love this. They take us to a restaurant. Obviously, it was closed on Sunday morning. Yeah. And, I mean, it's loaded with this guy's people, and we go sit at a table, and we were supposed to be at an hour. Four hours go by, and they're still talking. (laughs) So I said, Bobby, I look at my watch, and I said, Bobby, we told the pilot, wheels up, he says, I ain't leaving. Uh leaving." And he said, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, it's a nice visit, let's have some more coffee. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But this guy is the most notorious guy in the world. I mean, I can't even tell you where we were, because he's still around fortunately and uh, but he's
2: still he's he's still wanted
0: oh my god yeah oh sh- yeah. yeah well there's no statues on murder
2: that's true i heard
0: that yeah <laughs> you should know that
3: <laughs> heard that in passing yeah. a couple times maybe yeah it,
2: but, that, that, that's the rumor
0: <laughs> Yeah, but, but that's why i'm saying you know there's so many layers to my relationship with, with bobby which i love him and uh I think, you know, the Irish Irishman's probably the biggest project they've ever done. We know now that the budget was $160 million. It's I mean, crazy. it's, it's an insanity when you start to think of what this picture is. And it, what's great about for us, especially the three of us sitting here, what is this going to do for us? It's going to open the door. for They're going to caress Hollywood Godfather because we're going in with much more and more broader strokes than the Hoffa supposedly killing that didn't happen. Mm. I mean, there were so many things that didn't happen, but in in our writings, everything is there. We're naming names, so I just feel-
2: And it's all all verified, it's all vetted.
0: Exactly, and that's another thing we talked about a few weeks ago. I don't know, unless it was just the the publishing company, as you pointed out, Frank, uh, Pete, Pat, (laughs) who the hell am I talking about? (laughs) I don't know. I was going. I was men- right, going to mention the guy's All name. Go thank God ahead. I didn't. But Pat, it's as you left. said, it's probably a small publishing house. It what what uh, were they going to get sued for? Care. Did they Not make money that. with it? Uh, Did they? Ma- sue them. Yeah. Well, I don't go know dead. who's going to sue them, but
2: I don't. Know. <laughs> I mean, you know, Hopper's gone. Uh, crazy Joe Gallo's gone. You know, uh, JFK is obviously gone. Frank Sheerans to fame with the JFK assassination. He doesn't involve himself in the shooting. He said he got three rifles, uh, unregistered rifles. Now you have to ask yourself: you're dealing with the with the friggin' mafia. They can't get their own rifles. I know. I mean, it's right. They have yeah. To rely on this guy.
0: Well, <laughs> not only that hey, is the we fact. Need that...
2: Rifles. Where are we going to go? Let's go to Dick Sporting Goods. No, we can't do that. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to get. We're going to have to get unregistered rifles. Oh yeah, good point. Let's call the guy who used to drive Jimmy Hoffa, because that's what Frank Sheeran did. He was a driver. Of course.
3: <laughs> Let's get into
0: yeah, it. No, but, mean, but the interesting thing, as we think more and more about it, as I mentioned in, in a prior show, Santo Traficante, which I knew very well in Florida, he was the boss of a, a, a major family representing Florida down there for them. Yeah. And he and Johnny Rosselli was approached by the CIA. And they sent them to training school to teach them in marksman poison they They were going to hire them because Santo Traficanti had a relationship in Cuba with Fidel Castro
2: yeah they wanted a, they wanted to watch Castro this is part of history now, this is part yeah. of the record. I mean everybody knows that this isn't a pipe dream. this is true, yeah, because but the, the interesting CIA
0: why I'm bringing it up the they had all the unregistered rifles they needed, they had an yeah, arsenal. No Right. <laughs> Let's call I mean, Frank right, and uh, where anyway, is he living now? And he'll get us some rifles. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And, oh, and you yeah. know the other and the yeah. other thing after we spoke about it the last time, as as I know and mentioned and and it's it's fact because uh, even poor Dorothy Kilgallen got killed and she, or she was just in hearsay with a lot of conversations and I remember where they all were, the Latin Quarter. She was always with. Certain people that. Well, for, knew. for those
2: for those people who don't know who she is, she was a very well known columnist in her time.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, she so, was uh, found dead. And why I'm bringing it up? They killed seventy three people. So why wouldn't Frank Sheen's name be on the list? If he brought them with three rifles for the assassination? Well, I mean, that was, I mean,
2: you know <laughs> they're, what what they're doing now is because uh, if if they would just would have produced the movie and it comes out as well acted, it's well produced, it's well written instead of pushing this guy as some kind of a super criminal. And that leaves you open to people uh, that are going to refute that. Right. right? Uh, I don't think, I don't think it's going to hurt this picture. One no, I don't I think it is going to hurt this Just as, no. you know, you know, it, it's always at, at the start, you know, the, the credits start to roll and they say, this picture is based on fact. I mean, based on, you can say anything you want to say. Right. And right. as they said, in that variety uh, article, we went with the narrative of the book. Right. We're not, uh, we're not saying anything about the uh, the book's veracity, uh, who Frank Sheeran was. We're going with the book. We bought the rights to the book, and we're just, that's
3: the movie. The right, movie that was is Netflix stance, right? Yeah. That was yeah, their, yeah. That was their statement declare. on
0: yeah. it. Well, see, the thing, I, I'm learning more and more as we're doing our deal, which is not finalized yet, other than our uh, executive producer and writer and all that, thank God. But yeah. Netflix, they don't care. Because it's like no. having a gym membership for a dollar a month and you don't show up. You're not going to care.
3: Mm-hmm. All
0: they, They're talking about soliciting new new uh, new content. new content, And, and like
3: they're saying, yeah. they're saying it's based on the book. We're yeah. not saying it's fact.
0: And, 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 but the just the story. ensemble cast. Directed yeah, who who doesn't want to see them? Yeah. They,
2: they could be doing a, a remake of Little Red Riding with Night Go. Right, yeah. right. You
0: know? Yeah, and, yeah. and it's, you know, it's... I can't wait to see it. No, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get it here. We'll show it right here. I oh,
3: perfect. All right. I ain't I'm going
0: in. over. I'm going to sit here for three and a half hours right in my house eating pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here <laughs> for
3: that. There better, be
0: a, there, better, there
2: better be a hell of a menu that day. That's a long picture, man. Yeah.
0: well, um, our it Might have to be
3: lunch and dinner here. No, but our
0: dinners are normally that anyway.
3: <laughs> That's when, true. Yeah, we stay no, for a
0: while. We stay. I mean, you have to come. I, when I do Sunday dinners, four or five hours. Forget about it. All right. Well, I think yeah, it's time before. to when go to that, the mailbag. Uh,
2: November twenty seventh, it comes out right on uh, Netflix.
0: Yeah, I think they're doing yes, another. Huh? They're doing another showing on uh, the twenty first. If my memory serves me right, they're doing uh, the moving museum, and De Niro is going to take Q and A. Oh, they're really? raising money. November. I think it's Monday night, the twenty first. And where York, is that? October. Twenty-first. Now where? where? Oh, in New York City. Oh, cool. It's called the Moving oh, okay. Museum. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So he's. So they're doing enough stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um, anyway. Look,
2: you know you, the the old saying: any publicity is good publicity. Oh yeah. That's
0: true. And I don't no, want our audience not. to think we're down on the Irishman. We're not. Not at all. It's just not. a discussion. It's, it's a discussion. It's and just it's, that it's basically yeah. political, because uh, in one one verse voice. He don't want to be political, and and the next next he's, voice is banging Trump again.
2: Yeah, well, just as long as uh, uh, Netflix isn't saying that uh, we we stand behind this and it's all true. They're not saying that at all. No, you know. So the end makes sense. It's entertainment. It's like going to a hundred and fifty million dollar wrestling
3: match. You know. Yeah, and that's, right. And, right. That's all,
0: and that's all we all should be. Entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. Entertaining. It's entertainment. It's time to go to the mailbag. Well, before
3: we do that, didn't we want to give a quick shout out to uh,
0: who sent us
3: this article and brought it to our attention? So it was uh, Jesse Nash who sent it to us and he does a show with Steve Grillo,
0: um,
3: Aftershock XL on Battle Chats, which you did an episode on.
0: And Pat, just you should thank them also because they are streaming our show to their audience. Oh, they are? Oh, no, these guys have been great, man. Really been they're going to do it.
2: They're going to do one episode or they're going
0: to do it from here on in? No, the, I, I, I'm thinking they're doing it all the time because we got such a response. When I did the show, by the end of the that week, they had 250,000 views.
3: Yeah, it's, it has a lot. So, that for sure. with
0: yeah. that said, and so that's why we're giving you a shout out, definitely. And I, I, a lot of people, Wooden Spoon, there are a lot of guys helping us. Real Italians. Well, you, you have a list, don't you? Over there. What was that? All all these supporters that we're getting, fortunately, putting our show in there, Mm -hmm. streaming. I
3: don't have a list in front of me, but there have. I mean, I see in emails all the time that heard you on this show, and this person was talking about you. So yeah, it's 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 awesome.
0: And I want to tell you, I just booked something that Pat was indirectly involved with. I'll be in Chicago on Sunday, the twenty fourth, at the Chicago Sports Spectacular at the Donald E. Stephens convention center I'll be there from 12 only for 3 hours so just get over there <laughs> and uh, I'll have all kinds of Godfather memorabilia it's, a, it's an autograph show I'm doing a lot of these now and we'll have the book for sale there also if you want a book signed or you have a book bring it in
3: that's awesome
0: so we'll be doing that on November 24th which this show will be airing around that time perfect let's get to the mailbag right, now now for the mailbag now we so, get
3: <laughs> first question is from Greg for Gianni Greg says, what are your thoughts on the making of The Godfather Part 3 and its storyline? It's well known that Part 3 was not as liked as Parts 1 and 2. Also, did you have any involvement in the making of Part
0: 3? I was almost in Part 3. I mean, they called me to go into the office, they being Francis Ford Coppola, Gray Fredericks, and a couple of people like that. And um, I went and they said, we're really thinking about you Avenging your father's death. I said, can you explain? Oh, you're
2: playing it? your own father.
0: No. Me playing my son, whom I baptized in uh... the end of Godfather 1, oh, yeah, which I thought oh, was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, my yeah, ego, i, yeah. I, I, I right, it of course. was brilliant. Yeah. So they said, you've aged well enough where you could play your son, and it would make more sense. So when Michael's getting that medal, uh-huh. I'm the that's one. The that tries to kill him and avenge his oh, death. Oh, I see. And it was great I, I think scenes. That, was, that would
2: have made a much better storyline than the one they they
3: finally settled. Yeah, so on. why did they not why what
0: changed? Well what changed was um as they were developing all of this, major characters were dropping out, like Winona Ryder, and then well, uh, she was yeah, she was in it. Well, she, she was supposed to be, supposed to be in, it. in it. She was supposed to play the part that Sophia Coppola got. Really? She was supposed to play, yeah, oh, like the Carter. daughter, and then well, she, she, yeah, she would have done it much better. Well, Robert Duvall wanted the same money as Diane Keaton got, mm. and they wouldn't give it to him, so they replaced him with George Hamilton, and the thing just started crumbling away. Right, yeah. and so with that said, Andy Garcia became the bastard son of Sonny, oh. and. That's how Uncle Michael and all that, and they developed it that way. And Pacino tried to pull out. Did he really? And Paramount was going to su- sue him because they had a deal on him.
3: Oh, they had a contract. They had a,
0: yeah, they had a contract that he would do the, you know, the, the, whole, this, the whole trilogy, the whole trilogy. But uh, anyway, interesting. that's
1: so fun that's interesting. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, I, I was over in Sicily while they were shooting that. The mood on the set wasn't that good. No. (laughs) Everybody was disappointed. It was like they they felt it, you know, as we did as an audience. Mm. Yeah, uh, that was
2: terrible. Uh, uh, Yeah, it it was just bad. I mean,
0: it was not not a good
2: good movie.
0: Yeah, if you reflect on the ending, when Michael just falls off that chair.
2: Yeah. Yeah, They
0: left the door. No, see, they left the door open that you didn't know whether he died. Oh. So they could have opened well, it we, up we again. We could have for what? Godfather for the in, in stroke. That way. Yeah, if it was great and Koresh ca- like one and two, why not keep going? Oh, so they could Look, possibly. Look, we're doing Rocky 7 now. Leave it up. You <laughs> the guys on crutches. way too many of
2: those. They're not crutches. He's in the ring, battling it out. Oh, my gosh.
0: They, they got walkers in the ring. <laughs>
2: rocky seven alzheimer's yeah. i can see it it's going to be a hit
3: how yeah. many were there were there seven
0: i think who Six? knows no, I five f- i think five i forgot to stop no, five okay
3: well yeah.
2: there was five rockies and then there was the
3: uh, he, he made
2: two others one was just called creed it didn't have a number yeah and the one after that also didn't have a number uh,
3: uh and then like they had the, creed creed yeah. one and two I like those. Movies. Yeah, right.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, uh, <laughs> the last three, the last two were pretty good. Yeah. yeah. He's a good
3: I, I writer, saw, man. I, I, he's I was, a
2: good writer. I also saw his latest. I, I saw Rambo. Oh, did you? Over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, for 73 years old, he sure gets around. And he's killing everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, oh,
2: I
3: <laughs> bet. It's,
0: it's, that's why I'm glad you don't one live in our neighborhood.
3: Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, anyway. All right. Next. Moving on. So Vaughn yeah. asks for both Gianni and Pat. Have you ever heard of Joey the Hitman, a.k.a. Max Kirshner?
0: No. What year was that? Now, the only reason I heard of a Max Kirshner... Max. Max Kirshner? Yeah. Was I did a film called Lepke.
3: Right. was Bookhalter. hmm
0: And I think that name was dropped in there, Max Kirshner, because that's when everybody, Hyman raw I mean, not Hyman Raw. um... Oh, who was the guy? You know Murder Incorporated, Pat. Who were all those yeah, guys? Yeah, uh,
2: Abe Rellis. Yeah. Uh, it was a whole bunch of them.
0: Yeah, Abe Rellis. Uh, was, yes, that's when they... St- named, they,
2: they were all, all all Jewish hitmen.
0: All Jewish all hitmen. Jewish. And I was the only yeah. Italian. I played yeah. Albert Anastasia. That's right. when we created a company called Murder Incorporated. Mm. You could submit people you want to kill. And if we wanted to do it, we will give you the price. Oh, my
2: gosh. Yeah, that's where they got the term contract from. Because you actually...
0: Right. a contract, contract. Yeah. Yeah. with, with, with Martin incorporated
2: yep but no i never heard of the guy yep.
0: no, never heard of him heard the only max i know sells bagels down the block
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that's the guy. maybe
2: maybe he retired and went into the bagel
0: business
3: there you go, well, right, you go sorry we don't know all right yeah. so park asks for gianni do you have any stories about michael jackson when you knew him i know we touched upon in recent episodes a little bit about michael jackson what's the most interesting story that you think you
0: have I, I don't know if i have any interesting stories i mean i think his talent was amazing i obviously i could never be friends with the guy once all these rumors came out i actually felt sorry for michael jackson because i know joe jackson really abused him and he was control that family oh, that was the dad so, yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. So, a, so I mean, he had a bad reputation. Yeah, so I mean, I, I really, I, I would I'd be lying if I had an interesting story. I don't.
2: Mm. Well, well, well at, at least we know come, that you know. A couple of things. Well, never mind. Go ahead. Next.
3: <laughs> you sure? Yep. All
2: right. Well, I was going to say, you know, there's a couple of things that you and I were going to put in the book about certain uh, Michael's proclivities and other celebrities, and we decided not to do that.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All
2: okay, I got
3: it. So David asks for Gianni, have you ever thought about singing or doing music again?
0: I'm doing it right now. I, I can actually, this is probably a surprise to everybody, even on the radio, Pat and Megan. i have <laughs> <I'm> my
1: <surprised. laughs>
0: I have my first date, and, and Pat, you're going to love this. I'm actually doing a one-man show based on my book. Right. And my good friend, uh, Tom Cantone, who hired me. In 96, to open Trump Marina for Donald Trump, who is now the head of the Mohegan Sun whole entertainment chain of eight casinos, Wow! just booked me for eight casinos doing my one-man show based on Hollywood Godfather.
3: So when will that be? Do we have the any first, well, idea? Yeah, yeah. I've
0: I the first one booked already. Uh, March 7th, I'm in Niagara Falls, <laughs> and then we'll go from there.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, That's so I'm cool, writing
0: right? the show. In between, I don't know so many other things.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of yeah, other well, things. Yeah.
0: Squeeze it
2: in. Yeah, yeah you'll get you'll you'll do it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay. All right. So Vincent asks virgini, did you ever have any interaction with any of the Beatles?
0: Not. I I, I met them. Right. Other than that, no. I, I was in Liverpool. I went with Sinatra, where we all had drinks and all that once. Okay. I was on our way to the south of France and Sinatra has a big fan club there, which now became Sinatra slash Gianni Russo fan club in Liverpool. <laughs> and I was going there every July, doing a show for years, and I just stopped now. I just, mm. I gotta stay focused. <laughs> on um, what, I don't know. On what,
2: I on everything, you're on, focused yeah. on everything.
3: Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so last one for tonight. Ron asks for Pat, coming from police detective background, working on organized crime cases and being aware of Gianni's involvement, what was the turning point when you and Gianni became friends and decided to work together?
2: Well, this was uh, through our agent, uh, our usual uh, agent, uh, Frank Wyman of uh, the Folio Literary Agency. He called me up. And uh, he said, I-, I got a great uh, storyline for you. Got a g- great guy to work with. And then he mentioned Gianni. And I, and I called him up. And, you know, you have to feel each other out. Right. You're going to two people are going to get together to write a book. It's 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 an involved project, and you really have to get to know each other, you know. Right. And, it, and try doing that on the phone with, with, with uh, absolute trust on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, has to be a lot of trust there, you know. And uh, we hit it off very well. You know, from the same neighborhood and all that. But uh, that that's how it started through our agent. He yeah, we actually, we enough. we
0: didn't actually meet until about a year and a half later. Right. We just. Yeah, the book, we, was already we wrote, done. the book was already done. We wrote it on the phone, yeah. never met face to face. I was going to Pittsburgh. He came. We were doing a, a vodka tasting or something in Pittsburgh. Yeah, we were and, doing a
2: vodka event, you like to call
0: it. Yeah. Oh, and one thing yeah. I'm very proud of before we sign off I just acquired Ace Indigo. As our food distributor in five states, and why I'm bringing it up, it's the five states that I frequent. One being New York City. Oh,
3: that's awesome!
0: Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Rhode Island. Wow! So we'll be available the end of this month, October, with the quarterly-owned family food products.
3: Wow, that's awesome! Because
0: people have been asking me that on the street, where can I get it? Where can I get it? So now, now we're in twelve states. Yeah. So now we're in 12 states. (laughs)
3: Wow, that's incredible. This is great. All right.
0: Well, I think we've said enough tonight, or should we say we hadn't said enough, period, in our lives. We're going to talk every Wednesday with a new (laughs) show. We thank you for your participation. Please tell your friends, if you stream or share, it only makes us bigger and stronger, and we'll stay on forever. (laughs) So uh, with that, Pat. Talk to you in a minute. Have a good night, buddy. Megan, talk to you later. All right. God bless everybody. Thank you. Good night, folks.
3: Thank you for tuning in to the Hollywood Godfather podcast. My name is Megan Horan. You can contact Gianni Russo, Patrick Picciorelli, or myself with your questions and comments through the contact section of our website, hollywoodgodfatherpodcast.com. You can also call and leave us a message at 646-776-3038. Regarding Gianni's motivational speaking appearances, you can visit his website, giannirusso.com. You can also visit amazon.com for a listing of books Patrick Picciarelli has written. Remember to follow us on Instagram at HollywoodGodfatherPodcast, as well as leave us a review on iTunes. We'd like to know what you like about what we're doing, what you'd like to hear in the future, and anything else you might suggest to improve our podcast. Most importantly, hit the subscribe button. We'll be back next week with stories of the mob and Hollywood, as well as answers to your emails and voicemails. Good night.